The Philadelphia Eagles need a big upgrade this year at wide receiver three over Quez Watkins, Olamide Zacchaeus, and Julio Jones. Who are those options in free agency? All that more coming up right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Eagles fans. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, Eagles analyst also over at Bleacher Report. On today's edition of Locked On Eagles, the Eagles need a shifty slot receiver to complement Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. There are a ton of good options in that category during the free agency period in March. Options coming up. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus back with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 back if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. So this isn't really a do-or-die need. It's not nearly as important as, you know, if you got to replace Hassan Riddick if he gets traded this offseason or adding a linebacker or cornerback talent long-term or safety, even adding a starting running back or Lane Johnson's long-term replacement at tackle. Like, it's not a do-or-die position to upgrade at wide receiver when you have monsters in Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and I'm hoping for a bounce-back season at tight end with Dallas Goddard. So when you have complete studs like that, three elite passing targets over the last few years, adding another pass catcher is not something that's going to make or break the Eagles in 2024. But I will say, because again, those guys are going to eat up like 80% of the targets when they are healthy. But when they need, because there are every game... There's times that fourth or fifth target, their number is called. Again, it's only going to be one to three, maybe four times a game. But there's going to be times those guys need to step up and make a play or two. It's not really a tough ask in this offense. But when those players, their numbers have been called the last few years, they have not stepped up. Quez Watkins has not stepped up. Jack Stahl has not stepped up. OZ last year was the best of the bunch, but... It's a pretty low bar to meet. Julio Jones had two touchdowns against the Cardinals and he had one big play against Washington. He did what he could, right? He's an old man at this point. He is not somebody to go to in the clutch as a fourth or fifth target when their number is called. Not anymore at this point in his career. They need their, a guy that just, again, they need efficiency, not volume efficiency. They need their Kyle Korver, their sharpshooter in the corner, in the three-point range where we just need you to hit a few buckets, a couple big three-point shots. We need our Miami Heat Ray Allen. Like, and I don't know why that's the first analogy in the NBA. I'm sure there's a lot more modern. But you get my point. They have their big three already. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Those are the guys getting up shots. Ray Allen, we need you to hit a big three or two every single quarter. That's what the Philadelphia Eagles need in their wide receiver three position. Not to mention... These guys do get hurt eventually. A.J. Brown missed time this year. Devontae Smith missed time. Dallas Goddard misses time every single year. They need, and it could come in the form of a tight end, but I think more so the options this year bode well for wide receiver. They need their guys that can step up, again, the few times their number is called, and then when these big three players eventually get hurt, they can help Jalen Hurts with added volume. You look at last year down the stretch, 
when Dallas Goddard was injured, and then Devontae Smith missed time, and A.J. Brown down the stretch. I look at that Giants game where they had literally, what, it was O.Z., Quez, and Julio as your starting three wide receivers, and it was awful. Now, granted, Kellen Moore is offensive coordinator. I think will do a much better job of scheming open players compared to Brian Johnson in 2023, but let's not excuse these players. Quez Watkins the last two years, it's so frustrating because I kept saying his skill set is perfect for that fourth passing target role. He's a deep threat, a 4-3 speed player, run after the catch ability. All he sometimes needs is one or two touches a game to make a huge impact That was the case in 2021. That was the case when he was at Southern Miss. That has not been the case the last two years. Outside of a couple big plays against the Colts that year and the Packers, like he blew his opportunities, one in particular in Super Bowl 57, that really, really cost them late in the football game. Again, OZ was okay. Julio Jones was older. It's not good enough at that position right now. Britton Covey will probably get more opportunities this year to show he's not just a punt returner, that he can be a shifty slot receiver. But I think they need to look into free agency and get a veteran player that's not a Julio Jones age veteran player that can get more meat off the bones in this role. And there's two options I really love at the top of this list, but I think they'll probably price themselves out. But if money wasn't an object and these guys were willing to come to Philadelphia... I'm looking at Cincinnati Bengals receiver Tyler Boyd and Chicago Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney. I did hear at the Senior Bowl from a couple Chicago people that Mooney is somebody that could interest the Eagles. It's what they've heard. He had 1,000 yards back in 2021, a kid that I loved coming out of two-lane shifty, explosive, great hands. He was a product, though. You look at his numbers, it was terrible the last two years because he was a product of an awful Luke Getze offense. I mean, that Chicago passing attack was abysmal. He's still young. He's extremely shifty, like I said, and explosive. I would love Darnell Mooney in Philadelphia, but I do think he still has at least wide receiver two upside, and he'll probably get a better opportunity and more receptions with another team this year to show off that talent on a prove-it deal. Tyler Boyd is perfect for what the Eagles need. They need just a veteran proven slot receiver to complement two-star receivers. What did Tyler Boyd do incredibly well in Cincinnati for all these years? Compliment two-star receivers in T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And Tyler Boyd actually has put up some pretty impressive numbers considering he's behind two of the best receivers in football. I don't think he'd want to return to that pretty much exact same role in Philadelphia. I think like Darnell Mooney, he would have better opportunities But, and again, the money might be a little too pricey for those two, but if we're removing money and removing the fact that these players will probably want bigger roles next year, man, would I salivate at the idea of Darno Mooney or Tyler Boyd teaming up with Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and Dallas Goddard. Those would be two of my options in that scenario. Another guy I really like in that way, but again, will probably get a better opportunity elsewhere, is Buffalo Bills receiver Gabriel Davis. Another guy that would fit great in the role of kind of what we wanted from Quez, a deep threat that only needs a few touches to really make his mark. You know, Gabe Davis did not meet the upside of a wide receiver two like the Buffalo Bills were hoping as an all-around player after that historic playoff game he had against the Chiefs back in 2022. But he runs a couple routes very well, and one's a vertical route in the seam, in the slot, That'd be perfect for Philadelphia, but I could totally see a team like Carolina or even Kansas City overpaying him. So I think there are some more realistic options that are in the Eagles' price range 
that we'll talk about coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any $5 winning bet. That's $150 back if your bet wins. The NBA season, the All-Star break is over. It's time for the playoff push. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams Spoiler alert, I'm not doing it this year for the Philadelphia 76ers. Fool me seven times, shame on you. You can bet on everybody else, though. Quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, all that and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. want to let you know that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Lockdown Sports today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Lockdown Sports today now, available on the free Fire TV channels app. So I'm talking about wide receiver three options from free agency today on the podcast. And there's some names I love that might be a little too pricey for the Eagles. I think they're going to be very disciplined in this pursuit of a new pass catcher. Tyler Boyd, probably not going to happen. Darnell Mooney, Gabriel Davis. I don't think those guys will meet the requirements of a third receiver. That's not going to get as many touches. That's going to have to take less money. I don't think they're going to be willing to do that. One guy though, that's perfect for this role and I think will be in the Eagles price range because at this point in his career, I don't think teams say he's a top two target in an offense. It's Curtis Samuel, who I think has been pretty underrated and underutilized in Carolina and Washington because he's really always been the wide receiver three behind some stars like DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. But Curtis Samuel makes so much sense for what the Eagles need. They're trying to get more creative this year with Kellen Moore. And I think Kellen Moore would have a field day scheming up Curtis Samuel. This is a player that can play in the backfield. He's done it in the NFL. He played running back at times at Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State. He's a pre-snap motion gadget player. Legitimate wide receiver ability too, though. Like He is tough over the middle, explosive run after the catch ability, go up and high point the football. Samuel represents the start, to me, of a more creative offense. And I don't think, unlike Mooney, Tyler Boyd, Gabe Davis... I think at this point, the league knows who Curtis Samuel is, and I don't think he would get overpaid, even in an open market like Boyd probably will, like even Gabe Davis will, although I think Samuel is pretty much just as good of a player as Davis, um, and Darnell Mooney, who's still young and has had a 1,000-yard receiving, uh, receiver season before. So Curtis Samuel, to me, uh, makes a lot of sense, and he was another guy, kind of like Tyler Boyd, that was the third complement to two studs in Washington with Dotson and McLaurin. Curtis Samuel is a top option for me. A couple options that I really don't love, Odell Beckham, Michael Thomas. Miss me with the slower, older players, like a DJ Chark even. Not really a fan of that idea. I want... I don't need just a shifty, smaller slot receiver like a Hunter Renfro, who Gino really wants the Eagles to trade for, and I could totally see the logic there. Um, I don't need that per se, but because I like Gabe Davis as like a deep threat slot, I, I would take that too, or a gadget type of player like Curtis Samuel, but I don't want a Jordan Matthews, Matthews type of slot player. 
And you don't have to do slot dependent because Devontae Smith can play inside. So can A.J. Brown. So, you know, OBJ in a way makes sense in that way. Same with Michael Thomas. But honestly, at this point, those guys are so slow that they need to play in the slot. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of those moves or a bigger receiver like a DJ Chark. So I would kind of be out on those three options. There are two young guys, though, that would not cost a whole lot, would be in the Eagles price range. And I think he'd be pretty the first one would be K.J. Osborne from the Minnesota Vikings. I think Osborne would make a lot of sense for the Eagles, but the other one that I like even better than Osborne is Noah Brown from the Houston Texans. Brown really stepped up when Tank Dell went down in Houston, and he had to be the number two guy behind um, Nico Collins. So when you look at Noah Brown, the stretch that he had, so there was a three-game stretch where he had three catches for 50, 57 yards, very efficient, average 19 yards a catch. Then he went off. Against Tampa Bay, six catches for 153 yards and a touchdown. He followed that performance up with seven receptions for 172 yards. Then he missed two games with injuries, comes right back, had eight catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. So he had what? That's 21 receptions in three games. I mean, crazy, over 400 receiving yards, two touchdowns. He's a young player, only 27 years old. He's in his prime, would not cost a whole lot. I don't think a team's going to pay him like a wide receiver too. Noah Brown would make a lot of sense. And then there's another guy that Gino mentioned who I do like the idea of as well in free agency from the Rams and the Atlanta Falcons, a guy that we really liked in the 2020 NFL draft. It's Van Jefferson. I think he still has some speed. He's dealt with injuries the last few years, but that's another deep threat type of player that's, I think, a better route runner than, you know, Gabe Davis, a better overall player than a Van Jefferson. But if you kind of want a poor man's version of Gabe Davis, that's a little shiftier, Van Jefferson could work as well. My favorite moves and my most likely moves for the Eagles at wide receiver three coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day on today's edition of Locked On Eagles. It's off-season options. We continue to roll on the series as we take a deep dive into the free agent pool for each position who could interest the Eagles at every single level. Today we're talking about wide receiver. Who's going to complement Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown in 2024? To kind of recap the main options that I like, again, if money and role wasn't an object if these players didn't have a choice and you can sign anybody I would bring in Tyler Boyd and Darnell Mooney like those would be two of my favorite options I think Gabe Davis would present a much better upgrade as a deep threat in the slot compared to what you've been getting from you know Quez Watkins and Olamide Zacchaeus this year so I really like those names um, my favorite option though that's realistic is Curtis Samuel I really do think he's perfect for what Kellen Moore is looking for in that wide receiver three role. When you look at the Eagles at running back two, I don't think they're going to pay DeAndre Swift. We will get into running back offseason options on tomorrow's edition of the show, but I don't think they're going to go deep into running back at a big talent like a Saquon Barkley or a Josh Jacobs. And while you can draft a good pass catching running back or you can bring in another free agent too, there's still some good cheaper options that can catch the football. I do think you're going to lose some receiving ability with DeAndre Swift, although you didn't even utilize it last year, but that's a player in the backfield that could catch. If you want to reduce Kenneth Gainwell's role, that role specifically in 2024, like I do, Curtis Samuel does present an option that can play in the backfield. Like this isn't just a receiver that's, you know, he's not Debo Samuel from 2021 where he's playing running back 
you know, 70% of the snaps, but it's not just like uh, Devontae Smith who played a couple snaps last year at running back through pre-snap motion plays. Like, no, Curtis Samuel can line up at running back and can really play. He's not going to have 10 carries a game, but he's a gadget player. And that's what you're looking for, again, in this role is who can get me a bucket or two every single game? Who can hit that three? I'm LeBron James, I'm Anthony Davis, and I'm drawing, uh, drawing double teams. I'm going to the rack. I need to kick it out. To one of my boys, one of my sharpshooters, just hit a three or two. That's what we're looking for in this role. And then, God forbid, these guys get hurt like they did last year. These players can step up. And I do think Curtis Samuel, you look at his days in Carolina when he was, there was a couple years there under Matt Rule where he was the second receiver next to DJ Moore. Uh, That first year rule was there when Teddy Bridgewater was actually the quarterback. Curtis Samuel had a pretty solid season, I believe over 800 receiving yards. Like He was good, and he's still in his prime as well. Curtis Samuel is the guy for me in the free agent class. Who would be the most likely? I think it's going to be a cheaper player. So I don't think it's... Samuel would make most the most sense for the top-notch player that's in your price range. But I think they might go even a little cheaper. I think that category I was talking about at the end of segment two, Noah Brown would make sense, K.J. Osborne. The most likely, though, I think Van Jefferson. I think this is a guy the Eagles really liked in the pre-draft process back in 2020. Not saying he would be the guy they would have taken in the second round if they didn't select um, you know, Jalen Hurts. It probably would have been Jeremy Chin or Willie Gay Jr., Who am I kidding? It definitely would have been a linebacker. It would have been probably like a Josh Uche type of player. But I do think the Eagles liked Van Jefferson. He was a part of that Super Bowl team in LA, and he was a really good deep threat as their third receiver. And when you look back at his Ole Miss days, like that's a shifty route runner. This is not a Gabe Davis where Van Jefferson's route tree is one or two routes. The issue with Van lately is just that he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and he was an older player already coming out of college, so his ceiling is pretty capped at this point. But again, the Eagles aren't looking for their wide receiver one. This isn't 2020. They're not looking for their wide receiver two. This is not 2022. They're simply looking for just an upgrade with efficiency for that fourth and fifth passing target and you're potentially going to lose DeAndre Swift. You're going to likely lose OZ in free agency, unless you want to bring him back as that fourth guy, which is fine. Um, But I think he might get a better opportunity elsewhere. You should let Quez Watkins go. You should let Julio Jones go. It's time to get fresh legs at this position. Um, And I think there's some good options for sure where Howie would be willing to pay one of these players. If not, they do have the draft as well. There is a lot of good slot options through the draft that we'll get into as the offseason rolls on. There's also some trade options. Again, Gino, if he was on the show, he would have at least a few times mentioned Hunter Renfro. On our Bleacher Report shows, he mentions him all the time. He's said it a few times on this podcast as well. So for trade ideas, um, keep an eye out for Hunter Renfro. This is a player that had over 100 catches and, what, 1,000 yards a couple years ago. Then Josh McDaniels comes in, and he just gets erased from the offense. He has been a non-factor the last two years. And I don't think he's a hundred reception type of player consistently year in and year out, but there's a middle ground between who Hunter Renfro has been the last two years and who he was in that career year three years ago that earned him that contract. So excited to see what they do at receiver. 
A more important addition is going to come in the backfield at running back, though, this offseason. Who does Howie add in the backfield? We'll get into that on tomorrow's edition of the podcast. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, want to let you know one more time that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and it's now also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. As always, thanks so much for downloading Locked On Eagles. Thank you for watching, listening, subscribing, and let's go birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.